0: are centric and you can be, too. Hello and welcome to the Geek Centric Podcast. My name is Nate, and welcome to our special Behind the Geeks episode uh, where we got the opportunity to interview Alan Silvestri and Glenn Ballard, uh, composer and writer for Disney's live action Pinocchio. Uh, if you're joining us for the first time, we are Geek Centric, a podcast focusing on the world of movies, TV shows, toys, gaming, uh, collectibles, and all things geek centric. Joining me for this episode is my real boy. Justin, how you doing, Justin?
1: There ain't no strings on me, bro. Let me I tell can you, tell, I, man. Is, I can, I'm yeah. a real boy today. You're a how real boy. You?
0: Your hinges, your you got your hinges <laughs> greased up, looking good. I'm ready to rock, bro. Ready to yeah. rock. Man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, as I mentioned, we had the opportunity to interview uh, the great Alan Silvestri, which is absolutely insane to me that we interviewed mm-hmm. the guy that's made. Some of the most incredible music that uh, that we've heard throughout all the geeky things we love. And of course, his uh, writing partner and and the kind of someone he's worked with quite a bit, uh, Glenn Ballard. Uh, And you even called that out in the interview, I I noticed, where you kind of talked about their working relationship.
1: Yeah, no. This was uh, this was another fantastic interview. Different for me, uh, I've n- I've never really uh, talked to composers, and I think that kind of shows in terms of the kind of questions that I asked. I, I did really want to kind of get into uh, the sort of collaboration and and how things came about, um, very much I- in the creative process. So I think that was that was a big highlight from from this conversation. Um, but yeah, like a huge thanks to Disney yet again for uh, allowing us the opportunity to sit down. Uh, with these two, because you know they're very passionate about the musical component that that can help tell the story, and I think the interview really does showcase that. And it was tons of fun. It was just tons of fun to chat with them.
0: Absolutely, and I, I think um, yeah, you're you're going to kind of get a sense for just uh, how. Just how long these, these two guys have been in this industry and just how they're just yeah. they're freaking legends. Um, before we get to the interview, uh, I did want to mention our review for Disney's Pinocchio is out right now on podcast services. So definitely, please feel free to check that out. Uh, y- y- you know, I, not to spoil the review, but um, it, I, I wasn't the hottest on the, on the film itself. I will say that the two gentlemen that we got a chance to interview, I think, did the most for the movie uh in in what they added and what they were able to um kind of give to the narrative of Pinocchio and yeah I think it's worth watching uh at least the moments that they added the songs that they added because they are honestly really really fantastic and and gave a lot to the Pinocchio story all right well listen before my nose grows any further uh let's get to this interview here's our interview with Alan Silvestri and Glenn Ballard
1: Hi, Alan. Hi, 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 Glenn. How are you? We're good. Justin. We're good. My name's Justin. Yeah, my name's Justin. I'm from the Geekcentric Podcast. Um, <laughs> I'm so excited to talk to you guys uh, about this uh, this movie and and the work that you've done with it, it's the new music, and and actually, I just would love to start our conversation with with getting both of your takes on on the power of Disney songs and and why they might resonate so much with with audiences.
2: Disney clearly has a history of integrating song and story. They do it better than anyone. Obviously, it's 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 their brand really and mm-hmm. there's just so many movies that they've made that if you took the songs away from them they wouldn't be so good. So right. They've always understood and and Walt Disney himself honored great songwriting and mm-hmm. made sure that it was part of the storytelling. And it's it's one of the hardest things to do in film is to use a song to help tell a story. But Disney knows how to do it. So we're just honored to be part of, of that whole kind of sensibility. Mm-hmm.
1: I absolutely love that because I, I totally agree. I think the the sentiment of of it playing such a huge part in the storytelling piece is 100 percent true. Um, you know, clearly this isn't your first time. Working together, uh, you know, working on Polar Express uh, with with Robert Zemek as, well, as well, and and plus the, the Back to the Future musical, which is being celebrated uh, as being a real great success. I wanted to know what was it about this project uh, that made you guys want to work on it together?
3: Well, you know, it's it's um, it was a bit daunting the thought of taking one of these most famous classic Disney films and Mm -hmm. daring, if you will, to retell it, um, write new songs, Um, but, you know, began with Robert Zemeckis' vision of the film and he found a very new, fresh, inspiring way to tell this story. And I think that's part of what inspired uh, Glenn and I to, you know to dare um put new words new notes yeah. uh to pinocchio yeah and it was great fun and challenging
1: absolutely and i might have a follow-up question to that in a sec but i want to stick with this idea of storytelling and actually this question is is for you glenn like this movie feels very much as as Alan referenced a retelling of the original film from the nineteen forties. Yet the new songs that you've added seem to give more depth to the overall narrative. Specifically, like I love the song with Geppetto uh, when when he was here with me, performed by Tom Hanks uh, towards towards the beginning of the movie. I, I was wondering how did you guys decide where to place these songs and and how without necessarily steering too far from the story, but just adding to it.
2: It was decided by Robert Zemeckis. It was already right. built into the original script. He made it really easy for us. He said, "Here's here's that song. Here's this song. Here's this." Song. It was like, "Are you kidding?" He just laid it out for us in the very first script. Okay. And so, you know what Robert did on this is he 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 deepened the characters that you know from the original movie, but yes, each one of the characters now in in a in a kind of modern way. They're more real to you, actually. Even Pinocchio is more real, you know, because yes. it's it's a, a fully realized kind of visual and kind of emotional experience. And it's 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 there's fantasy, but it's like there's there's a deep message in all of it, you know.
1: Absolutely, and I think that that's you know with the other original song, I, "I Will Always Dance." I just I love that moment and how much it deepens. Pinocchio's character and makes him feel much more real and connected because he's surrounded by people he can't trust. So bravo mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. on that, uh, Alan. Going back to your original reference, you know, you've created themes for some of the most iconic characters and uh, movies like Back to the Future, Predator, Captain America, and of course, the Avengers. Because us at geek centric were a huge fan of, uh, of that mm-hmm. MCU content. Uh, mm-hmm. I was wondering, coming into this project with such strong themes in place, how mm-hmm. did you find you know balancing paying respect while making it your own?
3: Well, you know, the the classic Disney songs that are in uh, the film were always going to be in the film and were going to be where they are in the film. And so we we had these as kind of touchstones throughout the film. But beyond that, um, there was this thought that this is a fresh uh, inspired retelling, um, but it needed to be its own world, its own space, and and that's where you just have to follow Mr. Zemeckis as he as he works through the story, and right. uh, and you will find your way. Just follow her. Yeah,
1: him. yeah. I, I love I love that it's it's very much a collaboration mm-hmm. between all parties involved to really yes. kind of. Find the the nuance of how to tell that story and and where these songs need to kind of hit. So I, I love that that's that's very much part of the working relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, in and this, I guess, it goes without saying, given the strong relationship that you guys both have working with him, and just mm-hmm. the sort of connectivity. Uh, I think it really yeah. shows because. Again, everything was just layered in very intelligently to just kind of modernize it, but yet still pay homage to to what what stays true to yeah. the Pinocchio story. Oh. Um, my my final question here is is a fun one. Uh, if if you guys could work on a new score or, or music for a live action, another live action adaptation within the Disney world that uh, hasn't already been that hasn't already been done, wow. already been done yeah, what uh, what would that be? Wow.
3: I think we need to take a meeting on that one and get back to that. (laughs) Which one would you like us to do? Oh,
1: that's a that's a great question too. I didn't even. I'm not prepared, Alan, for this for this (laughs) this sort of question. Uh, But I'm I I very much look forward to uh, hearing what you guys do next, because yeah, uh, I think, great. you know, again, you guys are amazing combo and uh, yeah, the storytellers uh, through music. And I love it. I love yeah. it so much. Fantastic. So, Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, thank you so much you. for it's taking the time.
2: Pleasure to talk yeah. to you. All right. Justin, great awesome. interview, man. Thank you. <laughs>
1: Thanks, Glenn. Thank you. That means a lot. Okay. Have a good one, guys.
0: And we're back, dude. I think I agree with Glenn, man. That was a, that was a great interview, dude. Uh, okay. So, Truth be
1: told, I was incredibly nervous for this just because, (laughs) again, I I haven't haven't really interviewed composers and I don't necessarily want to sound silly asking some of the questions, Yeah, which I think in some ways, these questions were very surface level and, 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 but they, they gave me some really great responses. I was actually really surprised. So at the end there, Glenn acknowledged that it was a fun interview. I, I, I appreciate that because it was just at least gratifying to know that my nerves, there was nothing to be worried about.
0: And also, uh, dude, Alan Silvestri, chuckling at the name of our podcast i'm like dude alan silvestri yes, likes our podcast i think name, he's a geek dude. man he's i, think, geek? He's
1: geek. I think he's a geek absolutely the only With other, the other on? person in in the interviews that has like would reference the word geek uh, mm-hmm. throughout was um angus mclean Yes, uh, from Lightyear, the director He's of Lightyear, a big geek he too. referenced himself as a geek yeah. and, and yeah. stuff like that. So I love that uh, we can kind of tap into that a little bit. Yeah, so it's, it was well, it was really cool. This was this was really great to kind of learn a little bit more about yeah. uh, their involvement and what they added and and the sort of approach that they had to working with Zemeckis, who clearly mapped out much of what he wanted to hear yeah. uh, from the music side. It seems like I think Zemeckis is a bit of a, a musical guy.
0: I think, well, I, I definitely think so. And I think they've worked together for so long that it's just probably flow everything flows super easily. But I did think that, um, yeah, hearing Glenn Ballard having the the guts to, to call out the fact that, yeah, like there's so many Disney movies that if you took the music out of them, they they wouldn't be as memorable and i i i really yeah. dig that and i think that's both um you know that's a true fact i think some some people could see that as a bit of a slight to their favorite disney movie but it's true um because it's it's been that way since the beginning and he calls out the fact that walt disney has always seen you know using music to tell a story that's always been at the forefront of of those projects and it's you know i think there's so many creators out there who vie for the Disney music, like, okay, let's do it, but let's make it like a Disney musical. And the fact that that's yes, even yes. part of the the lingo um, is is so dope. I think that's fantastic. And I, I think, um, you know, I think it's crazy that Alan Silvestri found it daunting to, to approach this movie. And I, I know we talk about it all the time, but like I, I think of Alan Silvestri as a legend in the composing world because he is, but to hear that even he found this challenging... Um, he had nervous. Was, he had nerves about it. Was, it he it was, was so yeah. It was really nice to hear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: It actually, it, it, it. Again, we, 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 as we do these interviews, we always come back to this, yeah. these conversations. In many ways, humanize uh, these these individuals because we put them on this pedestal. We think that they're that they don't have these sort of trepidations or anxiousness, but they do. And yeah, you know, they they in in their own way, but they're able to still deliver. And I think that, as you said before the interview, I think the music is one hundred percent. highlight for me from from Pinocchio um, in in that it does try to actually do something different yeah um, while still staying true to what makes Pinocchio special you know that's no shade at Zemeckis because I think masterfully with his visual effects background and and his attention to incorporating those elements in and weaving them throughout the story he found the way to do that with Pinocchio because again it is a re- telling and i yeah. think that very much what disney is doing with these live action movies is they are are retelling these these stories for a new generation and, and updated but i i do agree that i think they could have pushed it a little bit more and make this feel entirely different from the original 1940 that's my pseudo review of this movie cuz unfortunately <laughs> I, didn't, <laughs> didn't uh, I, didn't yeah. I didn't get to be on i didn't join you guys i didn't get to be on but i i wanted to share my thoughts only because i do think th- the reason why we jumped on the opportunity to interview Alan Silvestri and, and Glenn Ballard is because the music is the best part yep. of, of this movie, in my, in, in my opinion. Now,
0: Justin, at the end of the interview, you asked about what live action movie. And I got to say, I thought, dude, if Alan Silvestri did the score for a Treasure Planet live action remake, my guy, like that would be perfect. It would be absolutely perfect. I think the question though
1: was more about musicals that haven't been done though. Named. Right, I don't know if Treasure. Well, so you're tr- you're Treasure saying
0: Glen Ballard would come in, maybe make a song about you know the robot guy from <laughs> Treasure. I gotta rewatch that. I gotta rewatch Treasure Planet. Um, but uh, that is it for. Uh, this special Behind the Geeks episode. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, make sure to subscribe to us right here on YouTube uh, or on the podcast feed um, and uh, leave us a, a wonderful five-star review. And uh, if you also want to write in to the show and just let us know your thoughts on, you know, our interview series that we, we've got with this Behind the Geeks thing, or if you want to write in and, and tell us what you thought of the new live-action Pinocchio. Justin, can you let them know where we can, uh, where we can hear from them?
1: Why? Of course, they can reach us at wearegeekcentric at gmail dot com. That's wearegeekcentric at gmail dot com, or they can hit us up on Twitter at geekcentric yt, or uh, hit us up on Instagram at wearegeekcentric.
0: Very cool. Um, listen, if you are. Still here. You're still hanging out with us. I want to let you know that we also have some other wonderful content as well that we've released very recently. We had the chance to, I mean, this is a completely different genre of film, but eventually this movie will also be coming to Disney Plus at some point. It's out in theaters now. I had the opportunity to interview Zach Kreger uh, for Barbarian, uh, and that interview is actually going to be exclusive available on our podcast feed. So definitely go check out our podcast feed. Check out our our socials for links. We've got all the links in the description as well. So you can definitely check that out. Um, And we also, you know, we've got a lot of other content here on YouTube as well. We had our our recent trip to Fan Expo where we had the opportunity to interview a bunch of different, um, you know, geeky creators and brands. Um, So you can check out those interviews. I got to interview the voice of Mater. Speaking of, you know, Disney, I got to interview the voice of Mater for uh, his new series, Cars on the the road. Larry, the cable guy himself, uh, had a chance to sit down with him. Uh, and also, we also have our weekly Watch Club series uh, on our podcast that you can check out. If you're a fan of uh, of Marvel's She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, we are doing a weekly breakdown week to week of our thoughts and theories of each episode. Uh, and those episodes go up every single Friday. So yeah, thank you so much for, for joining us for this Behind the Geeks episode. Justin, thank you for taking this journey. I, I will say, you know what? I'm a proud father. I'm a proud father. You are a real boy. Thanks, man. Yeah, you're a real Thanks, boy
1: now. Thanks, dude. I appreciate that. <laughs> awesome.
0: And as we say, <laughs> love ya.
1: Peace.